Amen. Dunk me out of water, make me holy again. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. After three hallelujahs, I'm out. I'm walking out. You would really hate Jeff Buckley then. Hallelujah. Uh, good morning, evening, and night. Whenever the fuck you listen to us, welcome to Drunk Discussions. I'm Paul, joined today with Connery and Logan. Connery, what are you drinking on? Uh, Grey Goose vodka and some seltzers. So the typical for you now. Is this a yeah. regular thing? Well, I haven't had Grey Goose in a, uh, since I was in Miami, and somebody bought me a little bottle of it, and I was like, yeah, I could kill this tonight. A little oh, bit of Grey sure. Goose, baby. Well, it's 375 milliliters for people thinking I'm about to kill a handle. So You won't do it. Yeah, no, probably not. No, you won't. Lo, what are you, what are you drinking on, Logan? Appalachian. Appalachian? Yeah, that's all they get. Just That's good. No, no I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Maker's Mark. It's their Appalachian. What was it? I don't private select that one's a private select that's a good one i've been looking for that actually i remember when we did that live I, I, you've kind of brought it out and i was flabbergasted at first i was like oh, where did you get these from uh my uncle george my uncle george i'm really hoping um the tomorrow's drop there's going to be the woodford master collection i can't wait for that we'll, we'll crack that bad boy open i know you're a woodford fan uh but i'm drinking on um as i take a drink there um Yellowstone. So Yellowstone is one of my go-tos. I have their private uh select and it's a, it's a great it's a great pour. That's a national park, not a drink. I it is. It's based off of they're from around that area. But have, oh, really? have Speaking, either of you been to Yellowstone? I have not. Actually, it's on my bucket list. Same with Glacier National Park. What's that there. giant uh volcano that's there? The Yellowstone. Super volcano. Yeah, there's the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> It's half half the country. <laughs> yeah, literally though, it's a super volcano underneath Yellowstone. It's like stretches three states. You remember when we were kids, and that's all that was on the National Geographic Channel. And for at least for me, I had a constant like year period where I just thought it was going to explode. I'm like, well, this is my life now. I'm 12 years old. I know people that like love it out there and that will not move out west because of that very thing. They're like, oh no, if, if Yellowstone goes, you're the first one. Like everyone goes if Yellowstone goes. You go fast or slow. Yeah. But it also, I mean, I guess depends on a bunch of shit like the weather and fucking tectonic plates and shit. I don't know. But uh, speaking of the weather, this whole week, Logan, you're here in Ohio. Wild. I don't know if it's the collider or whatnot, but our weather has been absolutely bonkers. It was definitely the hedonistic. I mean, the heat. I mean, the hay, um, whatever it's called, collider. <laughs> whatever it is yeah it caused it. all that lightning and thunderstorms and it looked like thor was riding through our sky just zipping across anything that's wrong in the world right now i'm blaming on the collider from now on like yeah. everything like it's Down? it's no longer obama's no longer in office no no no, no. it's harambe harambe yeah, yeah harambe and now and now it's the collider okay <laughs> uh the reason that i uh, that i don't have a house is because of uh the collider man <laughs> that's it, that's it. Uh... And with that, let's roll that intro. What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Well, we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more. 
flappers. I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. So speaking of crazy weather, um, it got me thinking the other night. I'm sitting there. We turned off all the lights in the apartment and opened up the windows. Not literally open up the glass, but open up the blinds. We were sitting right in front of the window, just like they say you're not supposed to, you know? And um, <laughs> <laughs> we're staring out there at the clouds. And, you and know, it strikes a, your fucking window. <laughs> I had a profound thought that I realized shortly after has been thought of many times. There's a guy with silk string and an iron key that uh, thought of this first. Why don't we harness lightning like we harness gasoline, like we harness uh, fossil fuels, like we harness the wind, the water? We Profound thoughts like that will get you killed, Logan. <laughs> so, you know, that got me thinking, like, I know there's been people, Ben Franklin, um, who have thought of, and many since him, and probably some before him, who have thought about harnessing lightning. And I was like, I wonder what's out there about harnessing lightning and why we don't do that. So I figured it'd be good to start with asking you guys, do you know what lightning is? It's plasma. Heat, um, plasma. I, yeah. I learned that in like seventh grade. It's plasma. But do you know how, like what makes it occur? Isn't it like a rubbing of the molecules in the atmosphere or whatever? And high... that's, not, that's not far off. Um, yeah, something like that. I didn't really know in detail until I looked it up. It's been a long time since I took that class, you know what I'm saying? Right, but, right. <laughs> um, air acts as a natural insulator, and there's a buildup of opposite charges in the cloud, which breaks down the insulating capability of the air and then causes an electrical discharge. Long way of saying, particles in the air rub up against each other and make it go boom, right? Um, right. But, and then I'm like, okay, so we know we know what lightning is, but... The thing is, I'm looking up in the sky as all this lightning is going around, and a lot of it just looks like it's in the clouds. Like, I don't see a lot of it hitting the ground. So I was like, I wonder, right? yeah, yeah. It's like, I wonder if we even could set up something to harness lightning. Like, how much of it could we even harness, given that so much of it is up in the clouds and not a lot of it is striking the ground? So, like, we don't do that with, like, our towers and stuff sky rises and high buildings they don't harness it but some, i mean that feels like that would be perfect sky level where you could have copper or whatever and soup that bitch goes goes down into something and store a battery and stores i it. mean they have massive grounding rods on top of skyscrapers that are meant for that not to harness it but to transfer the energy from blowing up the building down into the ground right um i'm right i i think it's more or less that there isn't machinery available that can handle that large of an amount of electricity all at once i mean if you think right. about charging right even like state-of-the-art technology and i'll use tesla for an example here you know there it's not you have fast chargers but you're talking what maybe maybe 300 watts of, um you know that it's able to take in yeah, so and lightning um well first off what i was getting to there was that only there's 240,000 lightning strikes each year, mm -hmm. and only 25% of those are ground strikes. So you're only talking about 60,000 strikes that you could even harness in the first place. Man, imagine getting struck by lightning. You are one unlucky motherfucker. Oh, man. So I 
first. I'm going to say cheers and drink, guys. Your mic just did something so fucking wonky. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, I think his computer just blew apart. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's a pretty... Well, okay, so now that you bring that up, though, yeah. 2,000 people are killed by lightning strikes globally. Holy shit. A year. So 60,000 of them hit, and 2,000 people die from that yep. across the world. Yep. Wow. Each, each year, every year. So I guess before my computer computer decided to have an aneurysm, um, like we have the te- Tesla coil, right? Where you're taking a small amount of energy and you're spinning it and it's increasing or magnifying it in a sense, right? What if we took the lightning and made it go to a lot of different areas or a lot of different batteries and spread it out? Wouldn't that dissipate it though? Well, the thing is, we're talking about the National Weather Service says an average strike is 300 million volts and 30,000 amps. 300 million. You have a rod, a huge rod, but then you have like thousands of different strands off of that rod to different locations, batteries where it can adjust the input. Like you should be able to harvest some of it, right? In certain locations, that's not a. All of a sudden, I just get shot in the back of the head from the FBI. No, but like there's got (laughs) to be a way to do it. There's got to be. I feel like if you're able to spread out where the electricity goes to different locations, it would dissipate it. If you have thousands of different strands off of this one copper strand i think it's more or less like if you take it from ground strikes of sixty thousand a year across the world that's not the u.s correct right that's across the world but that's ground strikes electricity happens a lot in this in in the clouds and if you have a tall enough object that is also i don't know attracting to lightning in an area that has a high high amount of lightning strikes or weather like that you could probably harness a great great a bit i feel like i don't know i don't know i think like to harness electricity or at least to disperse electricity right either way it's in a very slow fashion right one strike hits it's not like it's a continuous charge that means you're having to harness as much as you can from that and if you have something that can only harness say a kilowatt right one kilowatt which is a decent amount most people use 12 uh, a month right um say you can harness one kilowatt that's fucking that's nothing that is shit that is nothing and you gotta here this this will help paint a picture too santa fe if you had one lightning strike and you harnessed every bit of energy it would power the entire city for one minute yeah it's nothing you you can have multiple lightning strikes though on this rod in one storm though that's what i'm saying okay so let's say it's a really good night and you can power the city for an hour but you had to invest a kajillion bidillion dollars into uh, not that much but you know that's not even you could add it into storage or throw it into the grid and it would definitely help offset cost i feel like well so here's the issue the issue is handling millions of volts in a few microseconds like it, the easy right. part is getting the metallic rods in place that are tall enough to actually conduct the lightning. Right. The hard part is handling that much energy and having safety systems in place to make sure the charge you just directed straight at the facility that's below you is contained. So, right. the other issue, if even if we figure all that out, right, you never know if a lightning bolt is positively or negatively charged. So you could have one positively charged lightning bolt, and then it really? followed up with a negatively charged lightning bolt, and then you've neutralized all the energy. I literally learned things from this podcast. It's great. 
So that's that's the issue. I mean, if you had like capa a capacitor in place or like rectifiers to equalize the currents, then you could make sure that subsequent strikes didn't neutralize the energy, like right. the charge that you already had contained. But like what kind of capacitor are you going to have that you can insulate a positive and a negative of that much voltage or amperage without it exploding? Right. So is one or the other higher voltage and higher amperage then? Or is like, so like, you know, you hear about people getting struck by lightning and I'm ignorant on this. I'm not good with electrical by any means. I'm colorblind. I can't even, I have to call friends to wire shit up. But is there a way, like, is one a negative going to have higher amperage and a negative going to, or whatever, have a higher voltage? Because so, like people get struck by lightning and live. So like, would yeah. they have been hit by a positive versus a negative? And that's why they I lived. I can answer that one. Um, so I went to school for electromechanical engineering. And one thing I learned is amperage will kill you. Voltage just shocks you, right? Exactly. I knew that. Yeah. So it it most likely comes down to, it, it, so you're bringing in the question, did they survive? That's a different answer to negative and positive as far as strikes, right? Right. So ne positive negative strikes is one question. Did, why they survived, it's probably because of the way they're grounded to the ground. Um, is probably why they survived, whether that be um, they were it was raining. Right. And the current was able to go through them to the ground or what they're wearing rubber shoes or things like that. Or rubberized soles can determine why they died or why they didn't die. Um, most of the people that I know that have been struck by lightning. Ooh, sorry. Um, you know, people that have been struck by lightning. Yeah, my uncle's been struck three times. He has a cool scar above his eye, but that's all he's gotten from it. I call wait, him Harry Potter. Wait a second. He's been struck by lightning three times and lived. Yeah, and he plays the lottery every single day, but has yet to win it. And I'm like, dude, your odds are fucked. Like, I feel like, okay, there's getting struck and then like really getting struck. Like, did he actually get, it went into him? Or did, was he like next to something, then it went down and through him or something? Because like, it's the same thing with bombs. Like you talk to some sergeant in the military, they're like, yeah, I've been blown up like 15 times. And when you ask him like, what does that mean? It means like their feet left the ground. It doesn't mean the bomb blew up under them directly. So wait, hold on though. Hold on. Connor, yeah. with your uncle, was mm -hmm. he grounded? He was inside, but he was hit. So I, okay. Crazy See, story. that's what I'm asking. Real quick tangent. I was sitting inside of my house as a kid. Barely remember this. A lightning bolt came through the ceiling and struck our TV. And ever since then, I've been fascinated with lightning. Yeah, I've been but scared was... of lightning because it hit my uh, VCR. <laughs> Did the same thing. We were sitting on the couch. Lightning hits through the window, but hits the VCR. VCR just starts smoking and everything in the house shuts down. I'm like... Well, now I'm terrified of that. And that was a core memory for me. Uh, can't be near windows when lightning's going on anymore. <laughs> well, you oh. know, um, fucking a spark comes up from the ground and meets the bolt, which is what makes it connect. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I was like, what? It just yeah. goes through the air and, you know, heats the air to 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit, five times the, the heat of the surface of the sun. Speaking of which, I'm just saying we could probably more easily harness the therm thermo uh, the thermal energy from a lightning strike than we could harness the electrical energy could that be another possibility Ooh. i think so um when it comes to weather and energy the only part of weather that can actually produce enough energy for it to be cost effective is going to be wind in my eyes um if you're talking about heat Geothermal is the way to go when it comes to energy. Um, or nuclear. 
yeah well i'm talking about like heat um, yeah that's what that's what nuclear is yeah yeah but it's what i'm saying gun. though is geothermal like australia has enough geothermal power to generate like if they were to actually harness it they could power the entire country for 26,000 years like Geothermal is the way to go, but <laughs> is this is this a firm fact? Or is this pulled out your ass? No, this is uh about as firm as I am on a hardcore mo- morning. I mean, it's pretty okay. Firm. Yeah. Is there okay. a way to, the, to like where you can continuously conduct the lightning, and that way you can harness the thermal energy? Do you get what I'm saying? Like so, and it comes down from the tower that you build, and then it's just like you're purposely attracting, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it just goes round and round until the it runs out of jewels. I'm not a scientist. Like, you know, those things means. you buy at the gas station for nicotine. Yeah, those things. Yeah, that yeah. Are banned. yeah they got banned completely, right? Yeah. And they'll just pop off in the news. The FDA was like, hey, fuck you, Jewel. You're out. So where, like, if you look at a map of the locations of lightning strikes, though, the distribution of them is mostly oh, in God. like remote areas, like the mountains or the tropics. So how do we even build a high tech state of the art facility on a jagged mountain in Tahiti? Cheap labor. That's true. Are there even mountains on Tahiti? <laughs> yeah, the Tahiti mountain. Right, right. I, oh, I heard about that one actually. You want to actually have maybe do a no idea. Trip? Like, you're supposed to be bringing this information to me. I don't want to do any research. I'm drinking. Speaking of which, let's all have a shot. Amen to that. Yeah, it's an extinct volcanic mountain. Okay. The more you know. I definitely <laughs> forgot to switch my microphone again, guys. I did it now. That's what it was then. Something was switching on and off in the beginning. Yeah, it was my, my headphones, not my microphone. So I switched. Oh, much, well. much better now. Credit to MIT for all the information, by the way. There you go. About the lightning strikes. I mean, there's a lot that can go to this, though. I mean, I, I also feel like if you do have these lightning strikes, let's think of it as thermal or like um, nuclear, where they're heating these rods in the water that create the steam and the steam powers the, the turbine. Couldn't you do the same thing? It heats rods and then boils the water. The water steams, turns the turbine. Yeah, prob- that would probably be an option. I'd so, think, why I hasn't kinda... anyone even... I mean, people have tried, but... I just feel like have. we could have had more success, but I you know, gonna, I'm also not an expert. So I was, I was going to talk about pregnancy a little bit because I'm like a month away from having a child. And right. I typed in, I was like, maybe there's some crazy person that's like, you know, oh, I was, you, you know, those weird articles you see at this, like the supermarket, you're standing there and you're like, you won't believe the alien face he ripped off. Read this article or more. Anyways. So I was like, no, I typed I don't in, re- I typed in Google. I got pregnant from lightning. Uh, and the first thing that pops up is how to deal with lightning crotch during pregnancy. And I have no idea what lightning crotch is. I don't know if I want to know. Kind oh, of super now. painful vaginal or pelvic electric bolts twinges during pregnancy. Huh. That sounds terrifying. I wonder if we can harness pregnant. No. <laughs> Pregnant women's. <laughs> That's terrible. Like my crotches. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why <laughs> I, I would go that way. Quite steamy down there. Maybe that's Jesus all along. Mary lightning. got pregnant by a lightning bolt. <laughs> it was actually yeah. Zeus. It wasn't God. 
Yeah. Speaking of geothermal energy, isn't there quite a large volcano in the in the U.S.? Isn't that a thing? We just talked about it. Uh, Yellowstone, Bob. Yeah, Yellowstone volcano. There's one there. There's uh-huh. a bunch of geothermal springs there because it's so close to the top. But I mean, there's a lot of stone. Actually, I would imagine Yellowstone, if it wasn't a state park, like if we didn't have regulations over everything that's going on, I think Yellowstone would be a great way to harness a little bit of energy for the U.S. For sure. As an ulterior means of you know, energy. Think about what we could do if we could just rip up an entire state park. It'd be crazy. Or we harness the idea of nuclear fusion instead of fission, and then there's no byproduct. And that would then we'd probably have perfect energy everywhere and no one would run out. And we'd be able to stay, we'd sustain triple the amount of population to the planet. From Talking about some stage two type shit where you can harness the yeah, energy the power, of the earth. The, the power of the sun, actually. That's what that is. Harnessing yeah. the power of the sun with nuclear fusion over fission. Harness lightning, the power of but the sun. For the five. time being, nuclear fusion or nuclear fission is, in my mind, one of the best ways we're doing it. Well, I'm going to switch up topics and talk a little bit about comedy real quick. Comedy? I what know. about let's comedy? Take a, let's take a shot. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so you remember uh, the whole, you know, the whole thing that happened with Roe v. Wade and all that other stuff, right? I, I mean, know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not everywhere. too soon. It's not too soon. Well, in my eyes, I'm looking at it like, yeah, you know, it's a huge ordeal. I'm very much on the side of women. We've already talked about that. And yeah, we all agree. But, but I definitely think there should be some comedic relief involved in it. So I, I even told you one of the jokes I came up with is like if my wife was driving, like how we drove up to Ohio, there's right. those HOV lanes, right? I said, honey, if, if you're driving... And you get pulled over in an HOV lane and you're the only person in the car and they try to give you a ticket. You can be like, no, I've got a kid in me, right? I told you that joke. No. It was a little bit more thought out and it was funnier at the time. But believe it or not, believe it or not, a pregnant Texas woman driving in the HOV lane told the police her unborn child counted as a passenger. It's a great state to do it in. It really is. No, but that did not happen. Swear to God. So a, a pregnant Dallas area woman argued as much to police officers after recently being cited for driving alone in an HOV lane, according to a story published Friday afternoon by the Dallas Morning Times. Anyways, Lieber reports the Plano resident Brady Betoon, Bet- uh, I don't know. Betoon. Yeah. Spittoon was driving along the U.S. Highway 75 en route to picking up her son when she found herself at a checkpoint facing a citation for using the HOV or high occupancy vehicle lane while alone in her car. She, and quote, says, I was driving to pick up my son. I knew I couldn't be a minute late, so I took the HOV lane. As I exited the HOV, there was a checkpoint at the end, and I slammed on my brakes and I was pulled over by the police. So she says... She ended up getting a $215 citation, but is actually going to court and having this ticket dropped because she's arguing. There was two people in that car. Amen, sister. And that is the way to fight that shit. Moment you start taking away that money from the government, they're like, whoa, we got to rethink HOV lanes or abortions. Either way, they'll do do lanes before abortions or pieces of shit. For sure. For sure. But yeah, she's fighting it and good for her. I think. But I definitely cracked that joke, and I'm so happy to see it in the news that somebody actually pulled through with it. I'm like, thank God. 
would have been funnier if you actually remembered the joke, though. But it's it is what it is. Would you consider like? <laughs> it's a weird question to ask. Would you consider everything that's going on kind of a collapse of the government in a in a sense, or a way of, you know, maybe following commandments written on stone? <laughs> I see how you did that. Yeah, mm. and we're talking about lightning. I think, I think we could all play into. It's six six six. We're all gonna die. What just fucking happened in Georgia? No. Um... <laughs> Peaches. Peaches. Peaches? No, for to answer your first question, no, I don't think it is. I think our government is flawed, but I don't think it's a collapse. Second, yes, I don't know if any of you heard um, about or know about the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Do you know Logan Connery? I know Connery I know. does actually. Yeah, I Georgia. definitely know about them because I uh, I play into the whole new world order of like trying to learn more about it and the whole mentality behind it. And I know the Georgia Guidestones is part of the conspiracy theory for that. Put on your tin hat, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, put them on. Have a shot again. And uh, yeah, no, the Georgia Guidestones is definitely part of the conspiracy theory chain that's involved with uh, the new world order. But it was more like people were saying that they took them out because it was giving people, if the government civilization as we know it collapsed, how to rebuild. So that some people are like, oh, they took, they got destroyed because it was a guide for commoners or normal people to rebuild civilization. Um, but pretty much, yeah, that would, that, that knocks it down, people. If you don't know what they are, they're these pillars that almost look like Stonehenge, like four huge pillars that are in Georgia. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't think they remember how they got there. Is that right, Connor? They kind of just uh, like an, art, an artist did it or something. No. So on March 22nd of 19, uh, 1980, the monument yeah. was unveiled by Congressman Doug Bernard oh, before an audience. Um, yeah, they know it was it was an art exhibit that a multimillionaire put together. But right. It's something like what, that. What's cool about it is it can be used as a compass. It was used as a um, uh, sundial. Um, it could also, it also had multiple languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, and traditional Chinese and Russian on it. Um, and those languages were chosen because they represented most of humanity while Hebrew was chosen because of its connections to Judaism and Christianity. Um, according to the monument's sponsors though, I guess there were sponsors for it. Uh, the inscriptions are meant to guide humanity to cons to conserve nature after a nuclear war. So in 1980, we all know why those got put up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but there's inscriptions on it. There's 10 of them. Uh, some some are saying these are the new 10 commandments in the world of conspiracy theory nut jobs. Um, the first one is to maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, which I agree with. We need to get rid of a lot of the fat people and come on. Oh my Okay. Anyways, unite hum yeah, well, I'm gonna get some slack with that one. Uh unite humanity with a living new language, which I honestly when I saw that one, I was like, that's why emojis exist. Uh rule passion, faith, tradition tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Um that one right there, that one's I don't know. Protect people with the nations with fair laws and just courts, which would explain why they blew them up. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. <laughs> uh, again, why they got blew up. Uh, number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. And it repeats that, leave room for nature. And I honestly think nature blew it up. 
yeah, nature mode, it, well, there was four people that pulled up in a freaking silver sedan or whatever and detonated an explosion. So I don't think it was nature. It was definitely a person. We know what the vehicle is and that it was a fucking route. It had a sunroof. But we don't have plates. So we know people blew it up. So really? that's where the conspiracy also goes is did the government hire someone to blow it up or no? You know how much those six slabs weighed? How much? Of granite? 237,000 pounds. And for our out of the states listeners, 107,000 kilograms. That's fucking nuts. That's heavy as shit. I don't know. Like, there is a lot of mining operations around Georgia, right? There's a lot of strip mining. There's a lot of mountaintop and that goes on there. So I definitely see it's possible that a miner maybe picked up uh, some TNT, right? Um, Some people said it could have been Tannerite and it was shot from a distance, but a lot of tannerite to blow up a whole stone what i think is fucking nuts right how long do and this is the conspiracy side of it for me how like how do i word that say there is a um, uh, um a bomb that goes off right how long before they allow people back onto that scene well the thing is it's gone they tore it down the same day the same day because it's structural safety how do you launch an official investigation on something and just have it torn down within the same day? Yeah. Like block it off to people to go in there like a crime scene and figure it out. Cause like three of the other ones are good. So that also makes me wonder like what got blown up. Was it like because of writing? I mean, you know, some people didn't, well, there was anti-Semitic people saying that they didn't want certain languages on there, which I think is bullshit. But like, I feel like ones they picked were solid. It's but not you know like people are. It's not like these guidestones, though, were a major tourist attraction. Like, as no. of 2022, there's reportedly 20,000 annual visitors. Like, but it's cool. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like it one is. of those extra barriers that, as humanity, we put into stone that we know from our experience that lasts the longest. I mean, shit, we still bit, dig up and archaeology and paleontology and everything else, and stone and bone is the way to decide anything. Like, what if we blew that up and that's, that was the only thing to represent what? humankind after thousands of years who knows what, you, what did you know. just say stone and bone is what the only things we go off of for as, as ar- archaeology and paleontology and men stone and bone amen stone and bone <laughs> <laughs> to our colorado <laughs> listeners <laughs> hey question for you paul logan what happened in 2008 that's pretty prevalent in the u.s uh economy we had the housing market crash Yeah, recession. Yeah. So guess what? In 2008, the stones were defaced with polyurethane paint and graffiti with slogans such as death to the new world order. And you're telling me in 2022, where we're now in another recession, they're like, well, we'll blow them up. (laughs) We can't paint them. It's just fucked to me. I feel like just leave them alone. Let them be like we as humans always ruin shit. I swear to God. It could just as easily be some high school kids who got a hold of some stuff, right? Yeah, that's a look. I don't know about you, but if I'm a high schooler, how do I know like how much is enough? Like it's six guide stones, right? So right. if it's six guide stones and it is, let me just pull up my handy dandy phone. Three, seven, I mean, seven, four, years six. In the I meantime, won't, I won't name names, but Paul, I think you would have heard of it. Um, what are you talking about? There were some high school kids who in in our area who went and got chemicals like you know how you go over to another school's rock and you spray paint it 
Yeah. Like, and then you spray paint your own school's rock before game day. Like it's yeah. like a back and forth, but like, yeah, that's kind of what the rocks are for. It's a harmless right. way for kids to, you know what I'm saying? Express themselves. Yes. Yeah. So there were some kids who got a hold of chemicals and we're going to go over to the other school's rock and melt the rock to the ground. Did, did it work? No, because they got pulled over by the police and I'm pretty sure that there were charges pressed on them for like something like terrorism. I believe what the chemicals that they had. Oh, wow. I mean, it was probably extremely toxic to whatever they were using. And if they weren't wearing masks, that's potentially deadly to them. A semi weighs about 40,000 pounds, right? I believe roughly. so. Okay. So each one of those stones weighs roughly the same amount as a semi. That's wild. Well, that right, what, I think, what I think is really cool. And I'm glad it was like it, the thought of it was cool. The four outer stones were oriented to the mark the limits of the 18.6 lunar de declination cycle. The center column featured a hole drilled at the angle from one side to the other through which the North Star could be seen. That's pretty fucking cool. So, I didn't know that. You can see semi, the sun's solstice and the equinoxes. A semi weighs anywhere from 10 to 20,000 pounds. Oh, okay. So it's each one weighs two semis, heavy semis. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Uh, I want to know how big were these freaking stones? 19 feet and three inches over a height. Uh, that was for the first stone. The center stone is 16 feet. Capstone is nine feet. Support stone, seven feet. Base stone, four feet. Um, the granite was quarried from pyramid quarries. Oh, that makes sense. So the granite itself was quarried from pyramid quarries located three miles west of Alberta, Georgia. So the same mines that it came from that uses probably high explosives probably was just checked out and they're like, yeah, we're just going to go blow up some stuff for the quarry. And then they used it to blow up these stones. Maybe it's some drunk hillbilly in Georgia. Could be it's Georgia who fucking knows, but still, I mean, I just think it's, it's such a, such a coincidence, you know, it is kind of wild that I don't know. I like, why would they blow it up? I mean, why do people reason? do anything stupid? Like, do we know what tablets, which tablets were blown up? What was written? That's on what I want to know. Like, was it the one that was Hebrew or the one that was Russian language? Like, was it maybe a group going after one specific? Well, only one blew up, and then they were like, "No, it's not structurally sound." Or the rest will knock them all down. So, like, is there some type of hate that was going on, blowing up like a certain language that they didn't want there? I'm sure we're going to see the outcomes of this on TikTok, just like we saw with the, uh, remember those monoliths last year, two years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked about those, too. Yeah. I think it's, uh, what if it's like the same people? They're just like, nobody gonna know. I'm just going to blow up shit. Well, to be fair, the monolith was an artist to who be fair. did it. He, to be fair. To who be fair. didn't blow up anything. He built art and left it. This is a monument that's been there since the 80s, and someone purposely detonated a fucking explosive i mean we've been tearing down monuments from you know the civil war so but this isn't from the civil war this is from the 1980s and it was for not just us but humanity in general yeah i don't know it, the fact they were able oh we didn't even talk about the coolest part of it uh the coolest part of it is the time capsule that was buried underneath of it that nobody's been reporting on yet what was in it Nobody knows. There was a time capsule supposedly buried under the structure and they haven't announced what's in it. They haven't done anything about it. I'm really curious on what was in that thing or if Me it too. even was one there. I mean, is it supposed to be opened at some point? 
the end of humanity. I thought a lot of them were like 50 year time capsules. Some people are. So I'm on Reddit. Um, Gamma sniping says, okay, but now what's in the fucking time capsule? Open the fucking time capsule. And Q-tip 2011 says, it's full of COVID 50,000. Extra big ass COVID. That's great. Um, the creator of the Guidestones said they should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Sounds like someone took the challenge. Uh, Hold my beer, Phil. I got this. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's just some drunk Georgia boys. You know, how shitty would that be, though? It's like your friends and you got hammered. They're like, let's go blow up the stone. It won't do anything. And they actually destroy a monument and get away with it. Hmm. It's such a shitty thing. Like 30 years from now, yeah, me and some boys got baby back in the day, got drunk and destroyed that monument way back then. It was 19 feet, three inches tall. Yeah. Yeah. How thick again? Thicker than a snicker. Thicker than a snicker. I don't know. They compare it to Stonehenge, so I mean, it's it's got to be big. Uh, yeah, I mean, American Stonehenge, but some people, there's even some comments here saying that it could be related to the CERN. You know, the Hadron Particle Collider went off. Oh my and the, god! They're saying that the uh, the the particles uh, ended up expanding and pushed into Georgia, and that's about the same time that they uh, blew it up. At least uh, it wasn't a firework on the Fourth of July. Wait. It was the day after the 4th. No, it was two days after the 4th. Two days the, after the 4th. Two days after the 4th is when the Georgia's Guidestones blew up, July 6th. The CERN Hadon Protocol Collider in the U.S. was, was set off on the 5th. Yeah. Uh, At least yeah. it wasn't a shit ton of extra fireworks. Like They just lit up a bunch of fireworks on it. Far right cool. called U.S. Stonehenge satanic and cheered when it blew up. How this is it from the Washington Post. So. How is it satanic, though? Like That's all I don't understand. There's no nothing satanic about it. Uh, yeah, there is. There's science involved into where the holes were drilled to view the North Star as well as the equinox and summer solstice. Well, that's based off paganism, not Satanism. Do you think they understand the difference? No, they don't. And I'm not people, saying they as in the the right or the left. I'm just saying no, far right. Let's have a shot to your your stupidism. <laughs> Cheers. I mean, what do you guys think about it being part of the New World Order, though? I don't know. I disagree. Would the New World Order really, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on the way they go and the, the direction that they go. We don't really know. Like, it could be for the rich and powerful to rule, or it could be for just the survival of mankind. We need to know what Alex Jones thinks about it, because I'm pretty yeah. sure he's the one who started the whole thing. I and think I he'll have just no ask idea what half that half what that man says means. So, so what was it? Early 1990s is when the New World Order conspiracy theory started. It looks like, and then started pushing big in the late 2010, and then even now because every fucking article in the world is talking about New World Order because each side's trying to push it. I don't know. It's a bit back and forth, but it looks like. Uh, oh, here you go. So Rockefeller campaigning for the New World Order, nineteen seventy four. Like the, the writing, like the Rockefeller, or like the family, the the Rockefellers. I'm sure it's a family, but it's a book. Uh, in the books, none dare call it conspiracy of nineteen seventy one. Rockefeller campaigning for the New World Order, nineteen seventy four, and say no to the New World Order to nineteen eighty seven. So I mean, it is all generally within the same time frame that the. Um, the stones were put up, but 
then oh some people even say it's uh part of the freemasonry and the illuminati but uh yeah no it's definitely around the same period of time that the guidestones were put up so maybe it was just some rich douche that was kind of a part of all of that and he was like you know what i believe in it let's go ahead and put up some stones but like why georgia then like why georgia uh, I don't know. I mean, George's it, he, he then again, the guy is also claiming it's the Titanic and can withstand a catastrophic event. But you look at Georgia as being one of the states that's not really it's landlocked. Yeah, it can be impacted by ma massive storms, but it's less likely to be impacted by tectonic plates as well as it has ocean on one side, don't it? No. North, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Yes, there's it, a Georgia coastline. Oh, Alabama's landmark. My bad. Yeah. Uh, they're all, they all smell the same. Each state. It's like you're in Florida. You're not much better. What you smell you... like armpits, sunscreen and hairspray. Uh, and <laughs> you've never heard Your of Florida is... Georgia line. Yeah. <laughs> Florida, Florida. <laughs> oh, stop. Shut up. Logan. Uh, up, right. down, up, down. Yeah, right, we're up, getting copyright down. striked. Mm. I don't think they're too worried about you, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are saying though, who ordered um, the guy sends to get torn down? I mean, yeah, that's my thing. Like you said, it's a te technically a crime scene. They should have taped it off. They should have done their investigation. And if they deemed it unsafe to not have it open to the public, then torn down. Like why the same day? Was it like private land? That could be understandable then. A little sus. Private land, that's, that's a little more sus. But if it's public land and, and you know, no, that's that's sketchier. Actually, that's sketchier. That's worse. Super sketch. You know what else is super sketch? I don't know. The day of recording, as when it comes to uh, conspiracy theories, the whole cyber attacks that have been going on back and forth. Uh, 911 credit card debit machines are all down since 5 a.m. today in Canada. Really? So there's cyber attacks going on, huh? Yeah. I, I didn't know about this. Can you know more? Uh, some guy's saying, I'm in Canada, and to be clear, not all of Canada's telecom providers are down. It's mainly Rogers. Other providers are running, such as Bell. However, the essence of the post remains the same. Everything is so connected through these telecom companies. Um, it looks like they are getting hacked. Could be sabotage. Um, I don't know. Why Canada? Yeah, why Canada? Why you got to hate on Canada, bro? Um, what they most, ever do to anyone? Most likely it's somebody that's upset about them passing the gun laws, if I had to guess. Is there gun laws in Canada that were passed? Yeah, they just went ahead and pretty much banned all of them. Mm. They're doing buybacks on all of them. I don't know. Wild. Uh, I'm curious to see where things are going. You know, if... Have you okay? Since we're on kind of the whole concept of new world order, world falling apart, volcanoes, all that shit, where would you go if it's here in the U.S.? If you decide you want to stay here in the U.S. and you have gone ahead and said, "I'm going to go ahead and just get away from everything, everybody, the internet, and I'm going to be self-sufficient and just live off of the grid," where would you go? Montana. Montana. Yeah, but Montana is technically really close to, uh, well, not only do you have extreme weather there, but you're also living on a massive fault line. Yes and no, depending on the side of the state. I think you forget how big Montana is. 
it's pretty big, but so I guess you're saying in, in in like if that volcano erupts. Sure. If you say that volcano erupts, then there's nowhere. Okay, Maybe well, or- Oregon or Wyoming. Ooh, Wyoming's beautiful. Wyoming's good, but if that volcano erupts, that's there too. You'd have to be like the opposite side of the state or world. That well, volcano, I mean, that volcano erupts. It doesn't matter where you are on the world. The entire world is the entire yeah. atmosphere yeah, yeah, is right. filled with ash. There's no sun, and we die from freezing before. Unless anything. Daddy Musk saves saves us, and we go to Mars just prematurely. I just found out that he has two twins that nobody knew about until what, like yesterday. Shut up. Yeah, is that eight just kids came now. Out. Nine, ten Nine. kids then. Nine kids. Nine kids, and he just pulled out of buying Twitter. Did you hear that? Wait, what? Completely pulled out of the deal. Why? Did he get because what he, he wanted doesn't... out of them, or what? No, they're saying that uh, Twitter went ahead and broke a lot of the um, different ordinances that they had in the contract already, so he's just saying, fuck it, I'm pulling out of the deal. But he was on track to buy it, but I guess Twitter broke a lot of the clauses that were involved. I don't know, it doesn't fucking matter, it doesn't bother me. They what probably did that on purpose, honestly. I don't know, I think it was just a, a rue, if you will. Did it increase the stock of Twitter overall during that time period, though? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely it did. Fuck, didn't they have like a, a four-time uh, four uh, increase the moment he Probably. said he was going to buy it? Probably. Knowing his ass. I mean, he's a he smart just man. He's crypto big again. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to wait until... Cheap coin! Uh, GameStop went up. Yeah, but they close yeah. all the stores, though. Like, how does it go up when there's no locations? That's what blows my mind. Did online shopping? Yeah. Yes. Is it all online? GameStop is all online now? No. Oh, we, we have a whole bunch around us. I have none. All yeah, of them are here. gone. Really? I have not I seen one in a while. Huh. I'll be damned. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah. So you said Montana, Wyoming. I... Where I'm at, I feel pretty bad on where I'm at because I'm in the absolute worst place possible because like there's two ways it could go, right? You have a government collapse or not a government collapse, right? Government collapse is a whoop-de-doo. It doesn't really bother anyone for the most part. Bullshit bothers everybody. Be anarchy in the streets. Not really, right? I think anarchy in the streets will come if there is telecommunication lines down, right? So internet, uh, money, um and the phone right if any of that goes down yeah anarchy in the streets nobody knows what's going on they have no one to lead them they have no source to outlet they go crazy right where i'm at if that happens bad right now megastorm where i'm at bad (laughs) like i'm in the worst fucking possible place possible uh but you know i've definitely started taking uh preparations in the case that shit goes down I don't think it's a bad idea to have. I, I, I'm putting together a binder of... Um, Are you a prepper? Are you prepping? I'm, I have started prepping, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. You're crazy. Oh, you got your tin I, hat ready? Put it on? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm like prepping for... like I'm not bulk prepping food, right? I have a pantry. I don't have a garage, right? Of just food and shit paper. But I am going to like start gardening and it's becoming a little bit more self-sufficient rather than buying from, uh, to be honest, dude, a dozen fucking eggs is $4.50. I can't afford that shit. That's why you, you want to go off the grid, get your own chickens, have your I am own getting, livestock, have your own vegetables, collect am, your own rainwater. 
I am getting solar installed and I have already started collecting rainwater. See? Yeah. yeah. Taking those steps. But again, location wise, like all of what I'm doing outside of burped outside of my house does not fucking matter because three months from now I could have a category three hurricane come through and rip it apart. You know? What are those? Isn't all your structures in Florida supposed to with like they're concrete, aren't they? They're supposed Everything's to Everything's on a floodplain. Yeah. It's not that. It's anything outside of my house, right? So, yeah, my building that I'm living in can technically withstand a Category 3 by code. Um, it could be fine in a Cat 4, as long as there's not massive flying debris blowing into my house. However, I'm, like, from the Gulf, less than three miles away. I'm, I'm right there, you know? So it's kind of, I'm, like, I'm a mile away, technically, from the Gulf um which is no bueno i'm in a high velocity wind zone i am in a floodplain however i did build my house um above everyone else in my neighborhood so less likely to have flooding but wind is still a major factor so let's say i do a garden do chickens do um solar do all that shit right a tiny little cat three comes through and all that's gone right it's not like my chickens are getting a cinder block house to live in right they're going in the garage baby Build a yeah. little greenhouse out there so that I can oh, stay up I, in the winter. Not about greenhouses. I guess here in Southwest Florida, greenhouses are just as bad as frost is. Because it gets so hot down here, greenhouses are basically pointless. <laughs> because of how hot, humid it gets in the sunlight and how much direct sunlight we have, it doesn't make sense to have a greenhouse. Greenhouses are good for areas that are in temperate climates where you have hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Isn't there adjustable greenhouses, though, where you can adjust yeah, the, like, climate the rate? Yeah, there's climate control ones. Yeah, the ones where you just open up the windows on it? No, no, like, I'm talking, like, they have full fans, they have adjustable shading, everything. So if it's too sunny, you can limit how much sunlight's coming in. Uh, you can, you know, it's like, I don't know, there's some greenhouses that I've, you know, people's houses I went to where they were really, really nice. You find one on Amazon for me, I'll go ahead and get it, but I don't know about Oh, I'm not those. saying it's cheap, though. It's probably fucking... Hey, you know, all I know, I could be way off, but eighty thousand dollar greenhouse, you know. You're not buying a plastic pop up that's climate controlled. That's what right. I'm getting at. You'd have to build something. And again, even if I built it, the odds of it withstanding a category three hurricane's nominal, you know. Yeah, but right. I mean, how often does that happen though? Right now, I think they're averaging every seven to ten years. But right now, the Gulf is the hottest it's been in forever. Um, we've had the coldest winter in forever. It's kind of I have a feeling this is going to be a weird year for me. Like there may be a time guys like this, and this goes out to all of our listeners. Then again, thank you guys so much for listening. But, um, there may be a time where I can't participate for a few weeks because I've lost everything. Who knows? <laughs> it could happen with any of us. Tornadoes here in the Midwest, man. Spontaneous as well. You We've guys have been getting here. you like when I lived in Ohio, I think I remember two tornadoes, my entire 18 years living or 20 years right. living in Ohio. And now you guys have had what, like seven in the past right. two like years? Two months. No, like a couple months, man. We've That's already had a couple already. Nuts. We had one level tip cities, uh, Kroger dist- or Meyer Distribution Center. That's, man, the government is controlling the weather. No, <laughs> <laughs> they can. They can control the weather. They control us and the birds. We're all screwed. Point the fans at the hurricanes. Turn the fucking frogs gay. Turn the fucking see- frogs gay. I need to see the files on the bird cameras right now. Yeah, all birds aren't real, so. <laughs> Let me uh, go grab you a bird, Logan. I'll put a micro USB up its ass, and we'll see what happens. It starts charging and chirping at the same time. 
God, wouldn't that be nuts? <laughs> to our Amazon listeners, <laughs> to our shit, listeners we got a challenge. Jacket. Yeah, we got a challenge for you, listeners. He <laughs> <laughs> grabs her. I challenge you not to do what Connor is about to challenge you to do. <laughs> What'd you do if you see a TikTok now go viral from some dude like plugging in his bird and all of a sudden the start the burn starts singing or something? Like, bird, play this. You remember sudden... those little Mickey Mouses that would dance at Christmas time? Yes. You have one of those situations? Oh god. Repeats everything you say. The fish on the wall. <laughs> SD card ejects. Are you guys oh, excited? The fish on the wall. Oh my god, I love those. Big mouth Billy. Jeremiah guys. was a bullfrog. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah, those those fishes. I've seen them hooked up with Alexas. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah. I have two. I have What's one plugged feat? in right now. An engineering feat. Speaking of feet, I started These selling mine. Fans. I knew it. There's people out there with fetishes for guys with nine toenails. Have you made any money? Five dollars. No shit, just regular field picks. No, I'm fucking with you, Paul. I would never start. I, I, I've been wanting to, but I, I, I would never. I, I've been wanting to. Yeah, I have. I have. I have. I wanted to start a cooking with Connery OnlyFans, where just all I'm feet. wearing, all I'm wearing, like I'm teaching people how to cook, but all I'm wearing is an apron. Like it covers my genitals, but my ass is clearly on display. It's so not true because you turn around, and you can see your fucking balls hanging between your legs. <laughs> They're down by my ankles. <laughs> Fuck, with that, listeners. <laughs> Thank you guys so much <laughs> for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. Uh, stay alive out there. Have a good time. Uh, with all that being said, be sure to follow us on Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you can shove those concerns right up your twat. But you can also send any of those questions over to drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. Paul's special that he's running right now paul take it away it's done no the special's over we have merchandise i'm waiting on some last bit of merchandise to come in and then we will be posting on our social media platforms and you'll probably hear it on here as well of when we're going to be doing a live and we'll do the spin you know everyone that gets involved so email now go ahead and email us so we can get everybody logged in and we're going to be taking um 30 total of our followers and then we will be spinning you and you will see what you get everything from stickers and backpacks and and sweaters and you name it there'll be a bunch of people bought stuff we got a bunch of things so i end up having to spend money so thank you to all of you and go ahead and comment on our facebook post with this release guys and tell us what you think connery's apron should say Ooh, i like that i Me like too. that a lot we'll put a poll up thank you guys so much for listening peace what?